0: Hi, I'm Jenny Townsend with the Stroke It podcast. This podcast is for individuals that are kicking off their career, newly married, or experiencing their midlife crisis. We are going to talk about how to stroke the individuals in your life. That's right. It's all about you, your partner, employee, employers, friends, and family. Stroking one's ego can enhance your relationship and more. Thanks for tuning in and let's get to stroke Hello, Jenny Townsend here with the Stroke It Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about stroking your employer. Not figuratively, that could get you fired. You could end up with a nasty email going around the office or potentially get beat up and who knows what. So we're going to talk about how to be a good employee, how to you know, respect your boss, give kudos, not taking all the credit, Loyalty is a huge way to stroke your employer as well. Creating a better workplace, showing appreciation, boundaries, supporting ideas. And I'm going to offer a few other tips as well for you. I've had a couple different jobs um, and worked for several different people prior to launching my own company. And what I learned is to be as far as respectful, but being punctual, like how important that was. In my early years, I did real estate. I worked for myself. I also worked for my dad. So when it came to having like a regular nine to five, I was like, someone else is going to tell me what time I have to be to work. That was a huge shift for me. So anyways, I want to give you some ideas. I also want to give you um, some insight on how to be a really great employee that will help you with moving up within that company, or that will maybe get you another job that's at a higher level, whether it's a higher pay or higher position. So what I have learned about being a Great employee came from my previous bosses. They always pushed me, made me feel valued, they trained me, and they provided amazing opportunities if I was willing to do the hard work. So, respecting your employer is crucial for a good working relationship. Your employer worked very, very hard to get where they are today. So, respecting their ideas, management style, and work ethic should be taken seriously. For the most part, I've always respected my leadership team. I did lack some respect at times when Uh, manager did not value me or what I brought to the table and was actually jealous of me of taking her potential job, which I didn't take her job. I took the next level above her. So anyways, um, she was really controlling. She was abusive to me and she wasn't always open to new ideas. So I think that's also important as being open to new ideas and sometimes insecurities can ruin a relationship and our bosses can lose respect by You know, not valuing our ideas and what we bring to the table. Your employer will not always demonstrate to have it together at all times. And we all have weak moments. So it is your job to be supportive and a team player at all times. If you don't want to be a team player, get another job or start your own business. I'm I'm serious. Sometimes, you know, depending on where we are in our life and what stage we're in and where we're going and what we want to be doing, If you have an idea that you're passionate about and you want to start your own business, I encourage you to do so. And you also have to remember that your employer is your boss. Respecting your employer in the workplace includes professionalism, support, and cheerleading. Also, don't trash your boss to any of the other coworkers. It's toxic to the culture. If you have an issue, discuss it with your boss or their supervisor. More than likely, you will be heard and adjustments will be made. Don't be quiet, don't keep it bottled in, and speak up. It's really, really important because at the end of the day, not many people really do want to go find another job. They don't want to interview, they don't want to search, and sometimes it's more work than some people are willing to do, and maybe you believe in the mission. So try your hardest to make the relationship with your boss work and with the company that you work for. If you are a great employee with potential, your voice will be heard and it will matter. Employers and managers need to be told, great job like you. If your boss does something amazing, acknowledge it. Offer assistance every chance you get. can. Giving your boss kudos in a meeting amongst their peers or their boss will also provide great benefit to you. Typically, not always, but typically your boss works more hours and harder than you. Yes, many leaders work 24-7 and always have something stressing them out. Depending on their role, their number one goal is to keep you happy, engaged and on board while maintaining positive cash flow to ensure that you have a paycheck each week. Sometimes even when you're not up to par or producing, they find ways to keep you on the time on the team versus like handling, you know, your job for you or just handling you a pink slip. It's way easier to retain employees. If any of you out there are managers, you can probably relate. It stinks to hire and train people. In the past, uh, I employ over 30 people right now. I typically will be really nice the first month, and the second month, I'm very hard. I want to basically almost make you quit At sometimes. I want you to sink or swim. I want to know what type of grit, what kind of drive you have, and how committed to the company you are. So keep that in mind too. If your boss is a little hard on you within the first couple months, there's going to be times they have leeway, but there's other, there's going to be other times where they really want to see what you're made of. I would also encourage you to own your own role at the organization. How do you do this? Well, first of all, it's understanding your role fully. Get the proper rundown. When you begin, create a training manual manual for yourself. I love one pagers. So if, If any of my team members are listening, they're probably laughing right now. Create a one pager for all of your tasks for your role. And the reason I say that is if you do like the company and you do a great job, you most likely will get promoted and will need to train somebody for your position. So create the training manual. It's also a great reference guide for you as well. And it will save you time in the future. You want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success and the next person. I had this guy that worked for me that was refusing to create one pagers or training manual. And the reason that was, is because he felt that if we had that, we wouldn't need him. He always would say, Oh, it's job security. If I don't create that, that is complete bullshit. Create the manual for yourself and for the future. You understanding your role will allow you to soar and be the best you can. And it also will boost your confidence. Get creative and think outside the box with your role too. By owning your role, you can control your workflow output and meet deadlines in a timely fashion before your boss assigns one. This mindset will make you a leader too. So these are just some great little tips that make a great employee. So most of this stuff I'll have in the show notes as well. So if you are referencing it and you're like, oh, that was really great or oh, I should do this. and if you are, you know, really liking the info that you're sharing, that you're hearing and you think that maybe some of your coworkers could use a little ass kicking or a reminder, feel free to send them this podcast. <laughs> Employers and managers um, are placed under a great amount of stress and wear a lot of hats. Many don't have work-life balance and get their asses handed to them by family for working too much. They're there because they have to be to provide for their family. So, you know, their spouse may be getting upset because they're not making soccer games, they're not making baseball games, they're not at home in time for dinner. So not only do they have the stress of their professional life, they have it as their personal life as well. So having a really great loyal employee that shows up on time and is respectful and that's a team player makes a great employee and your employers will notice. Another way that you can stroke your employer is being punctual. It demonstrates professionalism, respect for others, and the company. It shows dedication to your role within the company as well. Stroking your employer is super, super important when it comes to promotions and long-term of the company. So set yourself up for success, and that may be just getting up early and you know having a really clear mindset and patience for the day. I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about your morning routine. I think it's maybe 9 minutes. I would tell you to listen to that. With the right mindset, you can handle numerous balls in the air or if you get one th- like a curveball thrown at you in the middle of the day where you have to adjust your schedule. The way that you react to those curveballs is super, super important and your boss will notice and appreciate your eagerness to handle that curveball with ease and with patience. So I always suggest planning out your week the Friday before, like looking at your calendar, looking at your meetings, especially what you have on Monday. You know, accidents do happen, things happen where maybe you can't get to the office on time or maybe you get sick and you're gonna be out. So having a plan a week ahead of time really allow you to be successful even if something does come up last minute. Not only that, you're gonna have a good idea of your schedule. Where do you have open slots to take on more roles and tasks that maybe your boss has for you that will allow you to soar and look really, really great. So use your time wisely and efficiently it also helps um, knowing you know if you know your role and you know where you're going and what you want to do that's great but also just being really really organized another way to stroke your employees supporting your boss's new ideas and allowing them to be innovative and supporting the -the out-of-the-box thinking or the crazy ideas or maybe a new product or a new way of doing things it shows your dedication and openness to their leadership it is their job to push you professionally along with the company so let's just say they're gonna you know roll out a new product and they're gonna outline we're gonna get it into this many stores that may be really crazy and that may be overwhelming for you But at the end of the day, if it helps the company get to the next level and it helps you grow professionally, it's going to be a win-win for everyone. So instead of being, oh, we can't do that, or that's just crazy, or they just want to constantly push us, change your mindset and think about how can you grow through this? Not only will that benefit you, that's going to benefit the company and your employer, My team always looks at each other when I have these crazy ideas. And at the end of the day, they end up achieving those goals or we end up going to that next level. Sometimes we don't believe that we can do certain things or we haven't got the experience or we don't have the time or the knowledge, but that's an opportunity for you to grow and be challenged. And that can be really rewarding for you. I would also encourage you to think outside the box and think about How can you make yourself a better employee for you and for the company? And that may be looking within and saying, hey, you know, I really do need to get up early. I really do need to have a better attitude. I need to have a better approach when talking with other team members and coworkers. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be a better team member and your boss is going to notice that. Another thing I would like to suggest is dressing for success. I think it's important and it shows that you are a true professional. Dress the part. Dress for the next promotion. Dress better than the rest. Even on dress down days, keep a professional. I just had a guest on my podcast. Her name was Jessica and she's all about dressing up. So her quote, I think, was um, get up, suit up, and show up. And that's all about showing up with the attitude with the confidence in ready to slay the day and a lot of our confidence can come from what we're wearing so if you want that promotion dress at that level you will get it i would also avoid wearing ripped jeans and concert tees or shirts that may not be appropriate in the office especially anything to do with politics and religion Or those funny shirts that you think are funny and your college buddy thinks are funny is not professional either. So wear those to the bar on the weekend. I would always suggest that men wear collared shirts or polos, clean jeans, no holes, and put a belt and tuck in the shirt. I would suggest, yeah, sneakers. They're very trendy. They're very in today. So keep those nice and clean and refreshed. Um, Also, if you're on a budget, check out, consignment shops, check out Target, and you can get some good stuff at Goodwill as well. As far as women, ladies, 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 you should always wear clothes that fit your body properly. Too many times we are squeezing into clothes that we wore three or four years ago, maybe just last year. If it doesn't fit, do not wear it. If you don't feel like you look good in it, don't put it on even and if you feel like you have to wear it, maybe throw a jacket on with it. The workplace is not a place to pick up coworkers either. So keep it professional by keeping your TNA in at all times. For those that don't know about TNA, Google it or okay, I'll tell you, tits and ass. Dresses are always nice and appropriate for the workplace, but once again, keep them professional, not sexy. I would encourage you to do your hair and makeup, even if you don't feel like it. There's nothing worse than having a team member coming in looking like complete crap because they overslept or they just don't feel like doing their hair and their makeup. Look the part, look good. You're being paid to show up as the total package. They want your brain working and they want you to look good. Also, when it comes to shoes for women, get a good pair of shoes. You know, if you do want to wear heels, make sure you can wear those heels all day long. Don't walk around the office all barefoot. I will agree. I will admit I do that from time to time. So go with a good shoe and keep the heels somewhat low. We don't need to be wearing your hooker shoes or your Saturday night shoes to the club to work. Don't confuse those. Another thing to keep in mind in the workplace is that you are a team and the goal is to work together for a common goal Your team is composed of other women with different home lives and agendas Be supportive compliment and uplift you are not in competition with each other and you are Damn sure not going to go home with anyone from the office You need to commit to that when you start a role at a job. I understand late nights hours It's tempting you know, and you know, sometimes at work, we share our sad stories and we want to feel sorry for people. Please, please, please. I'm begging you not to hook up with any of your coworkers. It will prevent promotions. It also will get around the office and you never know who's going to hear about it. And if you are up for promotion, if you are a liability, you may not get that promotion. So if you think a weekend little hookup or late night office action is worth it, then throw your career away. Always keep it professional when stroking your employer. You don't wanna risk your career or your income or once again, getting fired. And you don't wanna lose the respect of your coworkers either. They will all talk about you. Anyways, I want to conclude this podcast with a couple little stroking tips as a reminder, as a recap. So once again, you're gonna be professional at all times you're going to arrive early and be prepared. You're going to be loyal. You're going to give credit where credit is due. You're going to be your boss's cheerleader. You're going to leave your personal shit at home. You're going to own your role and be productive. You're going to dress for success and you're not going to talk poorly about your boss or other coworkers or gossip. Anyways, I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Once again, check out the Dressing for Success podcast with Jessica and the Early Morning Routine pep talk. Thanks for tuning in to the Stroke It podcast. Make sure to follow us at the Stroke It Guide on Facebook and Instagram.